Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. Odell Beckham Jr. made the catch with one hand for the touchdown! Wow, what a catch by the rookie! Ridiculous! When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. That Yankee Stadium vibe. I'm somewhere in the back of Billy's, taking a tequila shot, chasing it down with a Corona, getting ready for opening day. If you know, you know. Keep McPherson on the fan. Let's get back into it. We were talking baseball before the break. We're definitely about to talk a little basketball, but I wanted to add to what we last spoke on, right? Um, Baseball is trying to make the game faster. But if you ask baseball fans, like actual fans that watch all the games and go to the games and, you know, live and die with every game, none of us are saying, oh, man, I spent way too long at the ballpark. We're beating down the door to get back in the place. But I guess the casual fan or the hockey, football, basketball fan that eh, isn't that into baseball, they want to attract those people and make it faster. So I went back. I was thinking about the World Series, right? And I'm like, how long did the World Series games take? Especially since now this Manfred man on second, that, that's permanent for regular season games. But we'll leave the postseason games out of this. Why? Because, you know, you can't have a, a ALDS, NLDS, a championship series or World Series game decided by a ghost runner. That tells you all you need to know. We'll do it during the regular season, 162 games. But no, 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 we can't have it in October. The fans will lose their mind. But we can unanimously vote to do this in the regular season. These these regular season games don't matter. So you know what's coming next, folks. If you're a baseball fan, I, I said this last night, they're not going to be playing 162 for much longer. They're going to shrink the season down to like 140, maybe less. And you already know that they want to expand and put a team in Charlotte, put a team in Nashville. I had a couple shows where I went through the new divisions that they're talking about. Pretty soon we're going to be in a division together, Mets fans, Yankees fans. Like, this is where it's all going. So I went back and looked at the World Series, and I'm like, what about that first game? That first game went extra innings. You remember, you know, D-Rob, and uh, it, it was epic. I think it was a great World Series game. I was on that night, and I got off the fan and went home and watched the game finish, and I was locked in on it the whole time. It wasn't too long of a game for me, game one, of the World Series. How long was that game? How long did that take? So I went and looked up the box score. 
and that game was four hours and 34 minutes. Whoa, that's, that's 90 minutes too long for a classic World Series game one game that everybody that watches baseball enjoyed. Maybe not the Houston fans, but whatever. So then I was like, all right, what about the um, no-hitter? What about the game where Philadelphia had absolutely nothing? And, you know, did that game cruise? Was that game under three hours? Like, Major League Baseball is envisioning these games being 90, uh, not 90 minutes, uh, two hours and 30 minutes, right? Game one was 90 minutes too long. That game was three hours and 25 minutes with a no-hitter. Still over three hours, almost three and a half hours. It is what it is. We all watch the whole game. And if you don't want to watch, that's fine. Check in and out. Don't go to the game. But I'm pretty sure Citizens Bank Park didn't have an open seat. And uh, I'm glad the Phillies lost the World Series and the Super Bowl. Back to the phones. We go now. We're going to talk hoop, but we're going to talk Aaron Rodgers. You just heard the goofy comments from Aaron Rodgers talking about there's the inner circle, and they don't talk to Adam Shepard. Like, bro, shut up. Like, we get it. We get it. Just go into your darkness already and come out like uh, Punxsutawney Phil or uh, Staten Island Chuck and let us know our future here. That's all. You know, are you, are you going to be a Jet? You want to play for Gang Green? You want to come to East Rutherford? No? All right, then we're moving on. And the show is moving on. Let's go out to Portland, Oregon. My guy Andrew on the fan. Hello, Andrew. Hey, Keith. How's it going, my man? Been a minute. It's going good. Uh, <laughs> Devil's tied up here uh, after the second. And um, I don't know, just kind of moving through my topics and notes and hitting on things. Having a good time. Thanks for calling. Good. Good. Yeah, man. Uh, I've seen, uh, I seen uh, there was one little piece of hockey news earlier uh, that uh, Alexander Ovechkin is going to miss some time. I, I hope everything's okay for him, but uh, some some personal family issues. So I think I think that might uh, just be one one piece of good news for the uh, Devils, not having to deal with Ovechkin over there in Washington. But uh, you know, you're you're talking um, Aaron Rodgers and the Jets. Um, I, I you know like kind of like you, I'm a big Cowboys fan, so I don't really have a dog in the fight when it comes to the Jets or the Giants. Um, you know, so just from the outside looking in, I would tell you what, man, if I'm a Jets fan and we're bringing in a new quarterback for, uh, Zach to mentor, to, to mentor under, I think you got to take a hard look at Derek Carr, not, not Aaron Rodgers, Mr. Lying about vaccine stuff, you know, regardless of which side you're on, just, you don't want to have to deal with that sideshow for a football team, Mr. You know, Using Martin Luther King quotes. And, yeah, he's all about and, himself. Yeah. You don't necessarily yeah. want Zach Wilson, who exactly. already is all about himself, to see Aaron Rodgers get that off and think that's the way. Exactly, exactly. And I don't think you want Zach to learn more of that selfish attitude as a leader of a team, as a football player in the city of New York. You know, Derek, Derek Carr may not be nearly as flashy. You know, he doesn't have an MVP under his belt or anything like that. But, you know, he's a four-time Pro Bowler. He's he's got quite a few comeback uh, comeback wins under his belt. I think there was a year he he led the league in comeback wins. So um, I would like in I would like in the Derek Carr to uh, New York with Zach Wilson. I would like in that scenario to Patrick Mahomes and Alex Smith over in Kansas City. I mean, okay. you just see Patrick Mahomes win his second Super Bowl ring, and obviously he's an otherworldly talent. But Patrick Mahomes sat for a couple of years under a player who wasn't necessarily a 
world beater in Alex Smith, but a quality veteran who had his, a pro. his head screwed on his shoulders, right? Yeah. He, he, learned, he learned how to be a professional quarterback. Yep. He was second string, had to prepare every week and watch Alex Smith go to work. Yeah. I'm with you. Go ahead. 100%. Yeah, 100%. That, that's just sort of uh, what I was thinking. But, uh, you know, it's, it's Valentine's Day. You were, you were talking with some of those guys about Valentine's, you know. Um, I'm, I'm curious, you know, being out here from Portland, I got to give a little shout out to Kevin Love, uh, you know, alumni of Rex Putnam High School. Kevin Love is a great name. Um, you guys were talking Knicks earlier, you know, Josh Hart. Uh, I tell you what, there were some people who were trying to say, uh, oh, the, the Knicks fleeced Portland. They got Josh Hart for Cam Reddish. They finally got rid of Cam Reddish in a first round pick. I, I mean, it's it's a little early, but I, I think that trade uh, was was pretty even. Uh, I think that was a good trade I, I think good it's going to benefit sides. both sides, yes. Yeah, 100%. And I'll tell you what, man, Josh Josh Hart, he only spent like a cup of coffee over here out west, but uh, I, I was actually at the uh, first game Josh Hart played for Portland, and I actually believe it was against the Nets. Excuse me, the Knicks. Uh, actually against the New York Knicks. Um, and I just – it was it was my <laughs> – it was my first time ever being up in a suite, so that was kind of cool. But I just – I vividly remember Josh Hart not once, not twice, but three times jumping and, and diving on the court, putting his chest on the ground to dive for a ball. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the first time, crowd's going. Second thing, you know, the third time, crowd's going nuts. So Josh Hart, um, you know, no pun intended with Valentine's Day, he's going to give a lot of heart <laughs> for his team. And um, it's it's – He's not going to be a superstar leading them to any championships, but he's definitely a glue guy who who can help uh, the Knicks maybe go a little far. I don't know if they're going to be an Eastern Conference uh, champion. They they got a long climb, like you were saying earlier. Um, you know, and I I could talk to your Yankees all day with you. Um, I just was uh, one last thing here before I go. Um, I was curious if who who the um, excuse me. What player, what athlete made you fall in love with the game? For me, it's Derek Jeter. I'll keep it simple and easy. Have a good night, man. I'm right there with you. Thanks for the call, Andrew. Uh, Jeets was obviously, you know, when I started watching baseball in first grade, Jeets comes in as a rookie. And uh, just being the young guy and being a young guy that we could follow his whole career, I always say Jeets. But Bernie Williams um, – I, I love Bernie Williams. Like the fact that I actually like can text Bernie and that like I, I've developed a relationship with Bernie and uh, his softball game will be coming back. We're we're in the early stages of planning that. Uh, we'll be out in Connecticut again this summer in August probably um, planning that. But yeah, for me it was Bernie Williams. I just posted a picture recently of me at Halloween dressed as Bernie because I mean Bernie was established before Jeter was established. So coming in, sure, Bernie also. Uh, representation matters, right? I'm a black guy. So I see Bernie. I think Bernie's a black guy. I didn't know he was Puerto Rican for like the first five years I was watching until I got old enough to, you know, research him more and learn more about him. So I, I was a Bernie guy and playing baseball young. I wanted to play center field. And, uh, you know, Bernie was just clutch. And I, I told him recently when I saw him at American Dream, I'm like, you know, Bernie's telling me about his knee surgery and his his health and how he's doing and I'm like, Burn, I just I can't vision I can't envision you, even though you're right in front of me telling me like, you know, how you're doing since the last time we spoke. Like I can't envision you not being this like strong, sturdy, athletic guy. Like I just I just see you trotting the bases. I see you running in center field. Uh, I just don't think of you as having any pain. He's like, Well, uh, you know, I do. I'm human too, Keith. 
Um, Bernie Williams was was my guy first, and then Jeets over time. And for me, I got to be in the fan cave Jeter's last season, and that was great. So Bernie and Jeets were the guys that made me fall in love with the Yankees and baseball, and that carried into Little League Baseball and all the way into now. Uh, a couple things from Andrew's call. Derek Carr is a good guy, right? There's nobody that's going to say a bad word about Derek Carr. He's not going to say a bad word. From what I've learned about him, he don't, he doesn't even curse. We have him right here on WFAN, no dump button, if he wants to come to the Jets. But I don't think he wants to come to the Jets. Uh, I do remind folks, and I hate to say it, that these are the Jets, right? Remember when Tyreek Hill had two options and they talked about the Dolphins? Or the Jets and Tyreek said, "Well, like it was, it's the Jets, man." Like he kind of said it in a way, like you know, it was a no-brainer whether I was going to go to Miami or East Rutherford to play for the Dolphins or the Jets. Whoever comes here's got to really want to come here and save the day. And uh, guys are ducking smoke more than ever, especially in the NBA, uh, but in other leagues too. They want the easy route. They want the easy ring. They want to go somewhere that's tailor-made and set up and I don't know we'll we'll see what that happens uh, a guy like Josh Hart comes into a situation that is tailor-made for him and Andrew talks about seeing him play for the Portland Trailblazers and hustle like that well the league took notice and especially the Knicks took notice having Jalen Brunson his former college teammate there I think it was a great move this guy dropped 27 on the Nets last night and I'm like what the hell he started off hot he's hitting shots He's all over the place, and that is a move you make as the New York Knicks to shore up your team to make sure they're a playoff team. Let's keep it rolling. Let's keep it rocking. 877-337-6666. On the phone next, let's go to Staten Island and talk to Steve. What's up, Steve? You're on the fan. What's up, Keith? How you doing, buddy? I'm all right, you know. I hear you, man. Hey, listen, I just want to tell you, man, it is it is great having you on, man. You are you just been you've been awesome since you started and you're getting better all the time. I mean, I hope you're with us a long time on this station, man. Thank you. I love um, to be here. I, I enjoy doing this. There isn't a single day that I'm not prepared and ready to go and uh, you know, I, I appreciate the positive feedback. Oh yeah, absolutely, man. It shows. So I I'm just calling because uh it's like I, I feel like I want to check net fans just a little bit because they're checking Nick fans constantly, right? And I feel like one thing that's really happened in the last couple of years, and especially with the KD and the, the Kyrie thing um, and all that publication, it's, it's bringing on good tension and hate between Knicks and Nets fans. And I obviously I've been living in this town my whole life, and there's been Yankee Met tension. There's been Ranger Island tension probably was the longest standing one. There's still a little Jet Giant stuff, but I never really felt it from a Knicks stand, fan standpoint on the Nets side of the ball. Like, you know, like – I'm now feeling like our fans are kind of agitated with each other, and I kind of like it, I'll be honest with you. But the thing I want to kind of check you and your boy in the afternoon on is you said it, and he said it earlier today about Randall, right? Like, listen, I'm not in love with the guy either, but, you know, you both referenced the point that we kind of hated him and went back to loving him. And I'm saying to myself, well, heck, didn't the Net fans do that for the last two years? I mean, KD and Kyrie and, and even to a point Harden, I mean, they crapped all over the net fans, man. And I, I'm like, but yet you guys wanted to give them more chances and stuff like that. And, and that was what was really bothering me as a fan, to be honest with you. And, and why do you feel that the Nick fans are kind of like foolish for hating on Randall and now liking him again? Uh, it's slightly different, but I hear you. 
for the Nets, right, you know, you sign these players, you trade for these players, and they underperform. And I don't think the hate for them was based off of what they did on the floor. A lot of it was off the floor. It was like what we're hearing, the rumblings from inside the organization, the dysfunction, the turmoil, obviously Kyrie's nonsense. It's like the guy's a great basketball player 50% of the time. You only get to see him on the floor half the time, and he's too deep in nonsense. Harden, you know, we heard about him wanting to party and wanting to uh, do things uh, on his own terms that he wasn't allowed to do. It's different than Julius Randle. Julius Randle is a guy that you signed as a free agent, and he had a big year in 2021, and then he's most improved player. He gets paid, and then he's not so good. And then you had the whole thumbs down and the flipping of the MacBook right. and banging chairs. And it, it looked like the guy was unhappy. It looked like the fans wanted him out. And then you get into this year, and he's dropping 30 points. He's looking a little bit better. So it's just a matter of flip-flopping um, on your own. Uh, these guys are gone now, right? James Harden is right. gone. Kyrie is gone. KD is gone. Book is closed. And uh, I know there's some Nets fans that feel different ways about who's to blame. Uh, I, th- I blame the players. The players didn't make it work. The players had too many other things going on. But for Nets fans versus Knicks fans, I love this time right now. I think it was a little harder to have a rivalry when the team was in East Rutherford, right? It's like it's right, a different right. type of energy. Even when you speak of the Giants and the Jets, right, they play in MetLife in East Rutherford. If they were you know, able to play in a place like the Garden – You'd feel it different. A place like Barclays Center, you feel it different. Or like Yankees Mets, like City Field and Yankee Stadium. But I think it's good. And and I think it's better now that like we just went through this mini era where Knicks fans, this is what really started it. Knicks fans thought that they had a, a legit chance at signing Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. And then when those yeah. two went to Brooklyn, a lot of Knicks fans felt shunned. They felt secondary. They felt like, wait, maybe we are becoming the little brothers. That can't happen. New York forever. We run the city. It's our town. It'll never be a Nets town. But these two outsiders came in and chose the Nets. And now that that's over, Knicks fans are in their glory again because it's a relief, right? They didn't win anything. They came here. They didn't change much. They might have added a little bit more fans to the Nets fan base, but they didn't get further than the second round. So the Knicks Knicks fans feel like that's a win for them, and it is. And I feel like it all culminated in that game last night. That was the icing on the cake. That was the sign of the times. That was, you know, the, the, the Knicks fans putting their flag back in the ground in the middle of Manhattan to say, we, we are better than you now. You failed again at your super team. And we've been here for all of these years. We're not going anywhere. We actually do have a point guard. We actually do have some players and you didn't beat us 10 times in a row. The city's back under new management or whatever. Right. No, I mean, listen, that's all great points. It's, I, you know, I kind of feel that the Knicks and Nets right now, maybe you feel that little trajectory where maybe the Knicks could probably do something more than the Nets can initially. But I kind of feel like the two teams now, they're more even par as far as one of them should be getting better soon. Right. You yes, know. Sir. One of these two teams through the draft or through free agency, maybe the Knicks are going to be free agency. The, the Nets is going to be the draft, probably. But they're not like – I don't feel like as a, Nets, a Knicks fan that – like BT this morning with, with, uh, with, with the conference finals. I mean, I, I, yeah, he's reaching. There's no – that's but what Knicks okay. fans got to get checked. But that's what Knicks fans do, and that's okay. Thanks for the call, Steve. That's what Knicks fans do. They win one game against the Atlanta Hawks. They flood the streets. We want Brooklyn. And then they don't win another game. 
That's what Knicks fans do. They go to double, triple overtime against the Celtics, who ended up getting to the Eastern Conference Finals and to the Finals last year and are probably the favorites to come out of the East again. But they beat that team in the Garden, and they hit the streets. Bing bong, AKD, don't you wish you signed with the Knicks? Trey Young's dad and some other stuff that they said in the video, right? Knicks fans are thirsty. Knicks fans have wanted for so long to get back to the, the 90s Knicks. They've wanted so long to have a team that can actually get back to the top of the mountain so they get a little ahead of themselves. And that's okay. Like, that's that's part of sports, right? Like, you 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 see some promise and you're all the way in. And you might be back and forth a little bit these last couple of weeks, but seeing the Nets fail, Knicks fans celebrated that like their own championship. Seeing Katie and Kyrie forced their way out of here. A lot of Knicks fans paraded around like that did something for them. And then beating the Nets, yeah, you beat the Nets, and it's like you forget that the Nets don't have their two best players, that the team is affected by losing their two best players, and that there's a bunch of new players on that team trying to figure out their roles and a head coach trying to figure out rotations, and you beat the Nets in the Garden, and now we're talking Eastern Conference Finals slow down slow your roll take this uh day by day week by week <laughs> uh month by month two weeks from tomorrow we'll run it right back uh it's Knicks Nets March 1st I'm pretty sure let me double triple check that right now the Nets lead the all-time series with the Knicks 107 to 102 right now in the last 10 games the Nets are nine and one against the Knicks two weeks from tomorrow We'll see what the Nets look like, and they will look different, but it will be an even match. It won't be this, uh, you know the game is going to come down to Kyrie or KD having the ball, and they're the best player on the court. Now it's going to come down March 1st to have the Nets figured out their rotations and what to do with Ben Simmons and who the go-to guy is down the stretch to close versus a Knicks team that's going to probably keep rolling a little bit. That'll be the rematch back at the Garden on March 1st, uh, two weeks from tomorrow. Okay. Break right here, Paulie, in the half, or can I take a, Can I sneak another one, or should I break here? We got a break here. I think that's break number eight. I don't know. I don't keep counting the breaks, man. I just feel like we always got a break. We, we get into a good flow. I take a call. Let's hit the break. When we come back, more of your calls. Keep calling. I appreciate everybody tapping in. 877-337-6666. We'll be right back. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. After this, the fan is better when you're part of it. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Halfway through a five-hour KM to AM. Thanks for giving me five hours or five minutes, whatever you have. I appreciate it. Keep McPherson on the fan. Let's keep going. I uh, wanted to shout out Stu Finer. Shout out to Stu. Uh, I recorded today my little podcast for the Nets, Talking Nets, new episode out there for the Nets world. And when I came out of my little studio, my wife was sitting in the living room with my cat. They were just watching TV. And I try to listen to Carton and Roberts throughout the day. Uh, honestly, if I listen to Carton and Roberts too much, it'll throw me off of my own preparation and my own preparing. Those guys are hilarious. They had me cracking up uh, two days ago when they were talking about, like, Tommy and what he was going to spend at <laughs> Madison Square Garden. And I love the dynamic between uh, Craig and Evan, but also between Tommy and Big Mac, I guess, because I'm here. But... Uh, today I was watching the show on SNY, and uh, Stu Finer called in and paid me a great compliment, and I appreciate it. I haven't met Stu yet. I've, you know, become aware of him through posts of the people, and um, you know, he called in to Craig and Evan, and out of nowhere he dropped my name and and uh, you know gave me a uh, stamp of his approval, and uh, you know it was it was good. Made me made me look good in front of the misses. It, it made my uh, my wife smile on Valentine's Day. So thank you. For that, Stu. Um, also in the top of my my notes, I wanted to go back to something I referenced, I think, either in my open or early on, right? And really, this is around Saquon Barkley and the Giants and what they're going to end up paying him. They're in talks right now. I think the number that's been put out there is 12 to $14 million. Who knows? But uh, I follow a guy named Marcus Mosher on Twitter. He's a Dallas Cowboys fan, but he's always just putting out NFL football knowledge. And he had a tweet that went out two days ago at 10.36 p.m. where he said, take a look at the leading rusher from the last 14 Super Bowls and their base salary. I went over this last night. Uh, We won't go through all 14, but I'll I'll try and go halfway. So in this past Super Bowl, Isaiah Pacheco, the pride of Vineland, New Jersey, Rutgers, seventh-round pick, 251 overall. The Chiefs just won with him as their lead back, and he had some big runs, some big moments. They paid him a base salary of $870,000. The year before, the Rams had a young running back. I don't believe it was his rookie season, but I think it was his second year. K. 
Cam Akers out of FSU. He was making a little bit more than rookie Isaiah Pacheco. He came in at 890,593. In 2020, the Buccaneers had Leonard Fournette, who had been in the league a little while, on his second team, not on his rookie deal. He came in at $2 million. Playoff Lenny. In 2019, the Chiefs again. Doesn't matter who's running the ball with Patrick Mahomes. Damian Williams was their lead back. Rush for the most yards for them. He actually was making a million fifty. Still not a lot of money, right? We're talking about Saquon Barkley commanding twelve to fourteen million dollars, and I think he's worth it. Uh, I've talked about him being a captain, him being a bridge from the years that the Giants struggled to now, where they're looking like a team that isn't going to struggle much. That he's a voice, that he is a top draft pick. You want to re-sign him, and I think they will. But there's a recipe out there right now for how to get to the Super Bowl behind a rookie quarterback or a quarterback on a rookie deal, I should say, and not paying a running back. Let's go through some more. In 2018, the Patriots had Sony Michelle on his rookie deal. He made $480,000. $480, I joked last night that there are guys walking around Wall Street and Midtown in suits in New York that that's what they make. And they're not Super Bowl running backs. They're executives. LeGarrette Blunt is where we'll stop because LeGarrette Blunt was the Eagles running back in 2017 and the Patriots running back in 2016. He made 900000 for the Eagles in 2017. He made 760000 for the Patriots in 2016. The recipe for getting to a Super Bowl and winning is not having a high price tag running back. Doesn't mean it can't be done. Doesn't mean that Saquon Barkley doesn't deserve his money and definitely doesn't mean that the Giants are making the Super Bowl but I thought that was interesting I thought that you know there's a few teams even my team the Dallas Cowboys where I'm like okay you signed Ezekiel Elliott for six years 90 million that's what the Yankees signed DJ LeMayu for 15 million a year both of those contracts look bogus right now and Tony Pollard this guy breaks his fibula he's gonna be out the Cowboys are gonna franchise tag him but now the Dallas Cowboys officially have a running back problem they didn't trust rookie Malik Davis at all. I think he got two snaps after Zeke uh, or after Tony went down in the uh, game against the Niners. And it was like, who, who else are you can go to? They had no more back. So I, I think the Cowboys will be drafting another running back. But uh, the teams that have won the last 14 Super Bowls, they haven't paid a running back. Let me double check. So I'm not speaking out of turn here. But they haven't paid a running back more than $2 million, $2 million five. And if you go back, right, in 2013, the Seahawks, that's what they were paying Percy Harvin. Percy Harvin's not a running back. He just was the leading rusher in the game. And then Ray Rice in 2012 uh, was making $2 million. But the, the, the highest paid leading rusher in the last 14 Super Bowls was the Seahawks, Percy Harvin, who's not a running back, in 2013. And he came in at $2 million five hundred. So just something to think about. And I know the NFL is thinking about this. We are seeing running backs not drafted in the top picks anymore. It is malpractice to draft Saquon Barkley number two, Ezekiel Elliott number four. I think Leonard Fournette went five or six. We're not seeing that anymore. You can get a Brees Hall in the second round. So just something for you guys to think about. Giants fans, call me up. Tell me what you're thinking about with what Daniel Jones is going to command, what Saquon Barkley is going to take. And maybe they franchise tag one of these guys. But I think Giants fans are feeling good. The Eagles lost. They did not win the Super Bowl. And you've got your coaches back. You've, you've got your offensive coordinator, your defensive coordinator, and, of course, your coach of the year back. I know Giants fans can't wait 
for the seven months to pass. Back to the phones we go before I have to take a break. Hmm, let's see. Where do I want to go next? Uh, we were talking about the Knicks and Nets, and we've got a few people on the line now. Let's go to Tony in Brooklyn on the fan. What's up, Tony? Hey, man, how you doing? How you feel? Tony uh, Tony Love from the Long Island Nets and the voice of the Long Island Nets. Awesome. Out in the Nets for Coliseum. How you guys doing? Well, appreciate you joining my show. I'm glad to see your name pop up on the screen. I'm doing great. Thanks for uh, tapping in. I'm glad to be with you. And congratulations on what you did. I, I followed you. Uh, and how you got to FAN. Not to to make a personal conversation, but I did want to say congratulations to you. Thank you. The work's not done. Job's not finished. Uh, Still bringing it every day. (laughs) Took a lot to get here. It's going to take a lot to stay. So thank you for that. Yo, keep doing what you're doing. All right, so here at uh, Net Nation, we are, um, those of us that you don't see down on Long Island, we are absolutely stunned. (laughs) We knew that when Kyrie said he wanted to get traded, no brainer. We knew that train was coming. Uh, we were, we thought we were a little shocked. We heard that there was a deal going down with Boston. Internally, we heard that deal might happen, and of course, that deal didn't happen. And we thought we were pretty safe. No one saw this deal coming uh, with uh, Kevin Durant. None of us internally, nobody part of that nation family. I don't know why that deal happened. We're stunned, hurt. Uh, we're very, we're very proud of having Kevin Durant. And we thought this team actually had gotten better, believe it or not. When we lost Kyrie but got Ben Dinwiddie back, Cam Thomas, who's a great G League player, we know what he can put up. Of course, he's not going to put up 40-some points every night, but we know he is an offensive juggernaut. And put in the system the right way, we knew we could replace Kyrie's points uh, with those two guys. So what we have now is a total, a total rebuild. And I, I was saying that nation, we've got some players here. But, yeah, this is going to be a – because Jacques Vaughn's got his, his hands tied. All new players, Jacques and I both graduates from Kansas University. So I'm assuming uh, he's a bright guy, and I, I know he'll do well. Rock Chalk Jayhawk. Yeah, uh, so a couple things. Even Dorian Finney-Smith, right? KD famously said it's a, it's a wings league. And when you saw KD and Kyrie get swept by the Celtics – I think everyone in Nets Nation said, what do we have to do to be able to compete with those guys? We needed more length. We needed more size. And you see the Nets bringing Dorian Finney-Smith, you're thinking, okay, this is a guy that Kevin Durant is going to want to play with. We were ecstatic. When they brought him in and getting Dinwiddie back and we thought KD would be back, we were ecstatic. You're absolutely right. So this, there are tears today because we did not want to lose KD like this. You are 100% right. We knew we needed a big man, but we needed that long stretch player like uh, Finney Smith. And uh, yeah, we're we're stunned. We're, we are stunned. We're recovering now. Thank God for me to G League. We're on the road. Let me just do a quick big up for the for the, uh, the Long Island Nets. Eleven game winning streak, and we are in first place right now. Yes, good. And keep them young guys working and ready to go. They are the future, and we do have a future with the Brooklyn Nets. And now we're going to get back to the culture that was being built before we went the player empowerment superstar route. It was it was fun for a little bit, but it, it wasn't really that much fun. It wasn't as much fun as going to the finals uh, right. like we did with Jason Kidd and, and Richard Jefferson and, um, you know, those teams. But uh, Right. But that was a, so such a cohesive team back with Richard Jefferson. And kid, we're trying to mix in Kyrie and KD and, of course, Harden for a little while. And, of course, uh, Simmons is here now. I don't know what to, I don't know what's going on with him now that there's anybody else. 
uh, wow, what a, what a situation we're in right now. But like you said, we need to build the culture back that we were starting. We never wanted to lose Dinwiddie. We just couldn't afford him once we got Kate. I mean, Kyrie, we just couldn't afford Dinwiddie. Right. We never wanted to get rid of him. Right. I mean, we, of course, didn't want to trade Karis LeVert and Jared Allen. But when oh, James God. Harden, Jared a Allen. MVP, <laughs> a Hall of Famer comes available, um, you, you, you take that chance. And they did. And it just didn't work out. And uh, I think that's fine. I don't think that the cupboard is as barren as most think. Like, there's a lot of talent on this team. And like you said, Jock Vaughn's got his hands full. But he's smart. And he's a basketball mind. He's going to figure out what to do with these guys. I think he'll, I think he'll do great. I'm looking, you're looking forward to the rebuilds. We're not as bad as we think we are yesterday. We had a back-to-back game. So the Nick game may not have been what people thought. That was coming off a back-to-back. They played Philly really, really, really hard. And, of course, you know we lost that game at the buzzer. They even had to review the shot because of didn't really hit the shot, but they said it was after the clock mm-hmm. had expired. So we're not as bad as we looked yesterday, and I'm sure we'll have a chip on our shoulder on March 1st when we play the Knicks again. Indeed. Hey, I appreciate you tapping in. I usually never hear from anyone that works for, <laughs> for the Nets uh, outside of, like, you know, me jumping on the Brooklyn Nets radio with Capper and Carino. Those are my guys. They're great. But I appreciate well, you, you uh, joining my show. Feel free to call me anytime. If you guys got my number, feel free to call me. I listen to you every day. You're doing a great job. Awesome. Thank you, Tony. And not to correct you, Tony, but that wasn't the second half of a back-to-back. The Super Bowl was Sunday. The Nets lost to the Sixers on Saturday. They had Sunday off, and then they went and lost to the Boo York Icks. <laughs> it's all good, though. Um, what else I'll say is, yeah, the KD stuff, Like, and that's what I'm, I was trying to get through to people, right? With KD... This is a guy that went to Tokyo, won gold, and signed his extension. And that's why you hear Evan Roberts talk about, he's married to us. That's my guy. Because you think that when a guy signs a four-year extension, like Kevin Durant, who's been in Oklahoma City, who's been in Seattle, who's been in Oklahoma City, who's been in Golden State, when he signs that extension, you think as a fan, oh, this is home. This is where he wants to be. He's 34 going on 35. He's going to end his career here. That wasn't the case. He wanted to be next to Kyrie. So he signed his extension, and he had hoped that the Nets would give his boy an extension, but his boy wanted to pose anti-Semitic movies. His boy didn't want to get vaccinated. His boy wanted to show up and act like he was better than everybody and not show up at certain times. And it just got to a point where you can't keep dealing with that. The guy wanted his contract extension, when they they won't give me a guaranteed two hundred million for four years, they want to talk about what I do off the court. Yeah, that's what everybody talks about with you. We know how good you are on the floor. You're a liability. We can't trust you. You're a ticking time bomb, and that ticking time bomb went off on Friday before the deadline. Trade me if you're not going to extend me. We'll trade you. The Dallas Mavericks aren't going to extend you either. You're most likely one and done there. You 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 better stay as close as you can to LeBron James, the GM and hope that the Lakers are foolish enough to bring you in, I don't think that they give you a long-term deal either. Everybody in the NBA is going to proceed with caution as far as it comes with Kyrie Irving. And we'll see how that goes. 877-337-6666. Kyrie's not our problem anymore. KD's not our problem anymore. This is New York. And we'll talk about the players and the teams that are here. Much more to talk about. In the NFL, with the Super Bowl, Giants, Jets, we'll keep talking about Aaron Rodgers and Derek Carr, and we'll start getting into some of the other options of Ryan Tannehill, Baker Mayfield, Gardner Minshew, I guess. 
Uh, got my eyes on the Devils. Got my eyes on the Islanders. Keith McPherson on the fan. I've got to take another break. And I will be right back. And it takes the knee of the New York Giants on the Super Bowl 42 champion. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. They knock off the mighty Patriots 17 to 14. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Back from break. Turn me up. Turn me up, turn me all the way up, yeah. <laughs> That's the beat I rap to. Shout out to Stu Finer. He was like, Keith is amazing when he raps. And he hit me up on Twitter and he re- responded to my like tagged or pinned tweet, which is a little phone video. Uh, just set up my phone in here. Uh, Freestyle Friday, I don't know, a month ago, whenever that was. Yeah, it was exactly a month ago. Wow. Uh, January 14th. And um, I want to say I posted that at night, so it probably wasn't exactly a month ago. I knew it. That Friday was Friday the 13th, but I posted it once I got off work, January 14th. And uh, Stu replied, that was amazing. Normally, I would say keep your day job, but that was fabulous. I said, Stu, this is my night job, and normally people that try to rap can't. Thanks, bro. So... He said that last week, and then he followed it up by calling in Carton and Roberts, and he's like, yeah, this is a guy that I don't usually get to talk to that much, but Keith McPherson is amazing, and I appreciate that compliment, and I appreciate him calling in to the number one show in the world, Carton and Roberts, and uh, you know, giving me a little stamp. I'll work on the next freestyle, but can't get no more free, Randy. Can't keep giving away freestyles. Like, you know, can't keep uh, rapping for free. I'll figure out the next one, though. Honestly, that one was sparked by... I always say, like, I'm not a rapper. In my younger years, I thought I could could make it in rap, but I was just like, I, you know, the, the successful rappers, they talk about sliding on ops and gangbanging and drugs and women and chains and being in the club, and I knew that wasn't going to really be my future, and I wasn't going to be able to make it in the rap game. <laughs> so... Uh, you know, I, I have always, you know, written raps and freestyled and people that know me from young always know I used to just be in ciphers and just, you know, having fun with it. But now I need inspiration. Now I need something to spark, you know, that creative, uh, you know, those creative juices. And I remember that day Craig and Evan played a New York Giants rap and, uh, it was good. It was good, but they were hyping it up and they were saying how great it was. And I'm like, uh, it was literally 3.54, and I had a bunch of things going on, and I usually have to leave or, you know, be on warning, ready to leave the door by, like, 5, 5.30 if I have a 7 o'clock show. I, I learned early on not to let that get to 6, 6.30 with the traffic, and at 3.54, I was like, I stopped what I was doing, and I was like, let me write a rap real quick. Let me put some bars together. Let me pick a beat. And it took me about two hours from 4 o'clock to 6, and then I raced in, and I did it in one take. And it was inspired by the fact that we were playing a New York Giants rap on air on WFAN, and I'm like, I'm probably our only host that can actually rap. I should go in and flex a little bit. And I did. And then Craig followed it up with his own little rap, and that was that was cute, Craig. That was a good attempt, but uh, no contest. I think we're still waiting on Sal Licata's verse. I think Sal had put out there that he could rap a little bit, but 
I was like, what have I done? What have I started at the fan? Now everybody has to come through with bars. Everybody's got to come through with raps. No, we, we we come through with our thoughts and our takes and our topics and talk sports. If you have something performative like a rap or a poem or even like how Steve used to do his monologues and have uh, other sound elements and different things brought in, I think that just adds uh, like a little bonus to everything. You don't have to worry about that with me, Keith. Don't worry. You can't uh, rap? Not, not a little bit? You never on. wrote anything? Come on, man. No, you don't You don't really on, strike man. me as the type. Come on, man. <laughs> you want to talk about weather? You want to talk about dogs? <laughs> you know, random stuff like movies? <laughs> I was going to ask you about your Valentine and Valentine's Day, and I thought back to some episodes that I've heard with you and Craig or you and Evan or you and... And Sal and I was like, let's not go down that. Yeah, route. no, I'm a <laughs> random topics. You, I, I'm your guy. Uh, spitting bars, uh, I'll pass it along. Love it. I'll pass it on to the next guy. You pick good beats, though. I'll give you that credit. I mean, coming in and out of breaks, I'm like, I'll be sitting here going through the internet and my notes, and then you know, I'll hear our you know rejoins, and then it's random. Uh, I, I, I'm honestly surprised. Like, I give Paul credit when he's DJing, when he's behind the glass. Uh, he gets me amped up to come back into the show with whatever beat he plays. So hopefully you guys are enjoying that as well. Two hours left in KM to AM on this Tuesday night. We have to take a break again and go to the update. And uh, I think Marco is in here. Marco will hit you with some stuff. I know Ack was home. Shout out to Ack, the legend. And uh, we'll do that right now when we come back. Phones, 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 because I hate keeping people waiting. Keep McPherson on the fan. Let's hit that right now, Paulie. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty-four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty-five dollars per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh, oh.